Vanessa here. And mans mansplains it all. Paris. Hey, Paris. What's up? <laughs> Calling from a remote location. I know. Look at us. So here's the thing. You know, typically, you know, Paris, Paris is one of my favorite people. And typically, and because he's one of my favorite people, it's amazing that I get to just drive down the street and we typically are able to record. But let this be a lesson for y'all. Even with my fave person, we are practicing social distancing and we are not together recording this podcast. Paris is at home and I am at my, <laughs> am at my respective home trying to quarantine and stay safe. So y'all, y'all need to do the same. We see you. Let me tell you. Vanessa is the most like prudent like person ever when it comes to this quarantine and social distance. She is she is like literally like the police for it. It's L hilarious. Listen, listen, we trying to stay alive up in this bitch. Like, no, no, no. Absolutely not. No, I'm not like I'm not trying to go out like that. And I'm not trying to have my people go out like that. So if you ask Paris, there are many lectures I've had and many questions. And many who all is going to be there before I make any moves. We trying to stay alive out here. She is. She is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the thing about the thing about us being on hiatus is that, you know, Paris and I are taking our time. We are, you know, planning different things. We're starting different projects. And so, um, you know, we decided to just take it a little bit slow. But that didn't mean that we were going to be out forever. So... We've had some hot button issues pop up, and of course, we had to jump on and um, chat a little bit, you know, chat about a little bit of entanglements and shit, chat about, you know, um, people who want to be healers and stuff and what that means. So, um, yes, we have been away, but... We're doing this thing today, tonight. So, um, Paris, did you watch Red Table Talk? Yes. So, <laughs> I'll be honest. I um, the first time I saw it, the whole thing in totality, like I told you, it was today. It's all but, good. That means it's fresh. Like, yeah, I, I watched it straight through. But I've seen every like clip that I've seen the whole thing before. So, yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize it was like 13, like 12 literally. Well, it's funny because it's funny because like I was like, I remember when it came out, like people were texting me like, oh, my gosh, like, did you see that? And can you believe she said da 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 da? And I was like, oh, no, nah. you know, I've been out doing other stuff. Um, All right, I'll check it out. And so when I finally had the time to check it out, I go on there and I thought the the clip, the 13 minute clip or whatever I thought that was a preview. I thought, you know how, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if you've seen different um, Facebook shows or even the way that Red Table Talk sometimes does their shows. They, like, put out a preview first and then they're, like, on the next Red Table Talk. So I thought, all right, this is the preview. I didn't really, and I was sitting there texting. I was Googling. I was like, hey, y'all, is, is this the link? Because it's only 13 minutes. What's going on? That's it. It's like a Quibi show. <laughs> <laughs> like are you kidding are, are you it's not even it's not even short sitcom length like short sitcoms on hulu are like 22 minutes long at least give us that <laughs> at least so yes me and you have checked it out and i want to know what you think and i want to just have a larger conversation 
about long-term relationships and marriage because everything about what they were doing was just rubbing me the wrong way. So what did you think? What are your, what is your initial, like, oh, like here's, here's my reaction to watching this Red Table Talk. And sorry, before you get into it, Red Table Talk, for those who don't know, is a show that's on Facebook. You know, I got to do my explanations, my, my news hour at the beginning. Um, (laughs) It is a Facebook TV show hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith, who is the partner of Will Smith. And I don't always like to, um, you know, make women, you know, pose women as the, the partners of other people and stuff. She's a standalone actress on her own. But for those who may not be as familiar, that's who she is. And she hosts a show with her daughter, Willow, and her mother, Gammy, I believe. And it airs on Facebook at some sort of frequency. I don't watch it often. But they sit around a red table and they talk about different things. Okay, now, go. All right. Wait. No, wait. Wait, wait, wait. And for the people who still don't understand, still don't know, sorry. So, it is alleged by artist-singer August Alsina. Can't think of any... Famous songs by him right now, but <laughs> you said Aug, but uh, it is said from August Alsina that they had a close, intimate, serious relationship where Will Smith gave his permission for them to engage in this relationship. And apparently, he's like written a song about her where he's like put out their text messages and He's loved her, and if he dies tomorrow, he'd be so satisfied because they've experienced this love. He's been out publicly talking about this stuff. Jada and Will have been very quiet in what they've said or not said about this. And so this Red Table Talk episode is essentially Jada come and Will coming to the table and trying to, quote-unquote, dispel myths and get some, quote-unquote, healing. Okay, you're on. Sorry. All right. So, first thing, um, when I initially heard about it, I was, like I like I said earlier, I was just like, mind your damn business. Who cares? It's not my business. It's married, it's, it's married people's business, and not just married people. It's those married people's business. That's it. So, I really didn't really care. But then Jada said, well, her publicist said, not true. And I was just like, Mm. let's be honest we've all heard these rumors for a while right it would not surprise me if this were true so then she said I need some healing where can we talk so when I found out it came out and I saw the clips half of me was just like well I can believe some of this the other part is okay this is definitely them um this is them um what do you call it uh, like curbing the storm, they get they're, they're they're not getting in front of the story, but this is damage control at this point. Right. Um, I break this down in three parts. The first part I restated, not my business, about what goes on in their relationship overall. Right. But while we're here, because it's here now, it's in my face. Now I'm looking at Will and Jada, and we'll get to August uh, later because my take on side pieces doesn't change. Um, but for for Jada, it was you took advantage of him and everything that you explained 
and you trying to explain and exonerate yourself, it sounds like you are a hurt person hurting someone else. Mm. Um, and for that, you need to get that fixed. And uh, someone 20 years your, 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 your junior is not the person that you look towards who came to you broken. Mm. Um, and there's no way that you're going to fix him with sex. Uh, so you were dead wrong, and I feel like you knew you were, but this was your way of um, getting your groove back. I think what will, um, I think, <clears throat> is it weird that, in a way, he's the person I feel the <laughs> sorriest for, just because of the totality <laughs> of his career? Like, he's literally built his entire career being this squeaky clean, um, this is the guy that you'll take home to your to your to your dad, he's a great guy, philanthropist, he's nice, he jumps off bridges, he does everything with his family, he's a great father, he made sure, um, it's just everything. Like, he, he's had this squeaky clean career, and then, like, the B-list R&B singer. <laughs> is, he even, is he even bring, B-list, though? But that's not that's not what we're here for. That's not what we're here for. Bring, let me, let me bring focus. Bring the whole castle down. <laughs> and, like, Will has to go. Will Smith. One of the biggest action stars in the world, biggest movie stars in the world, has to sit down and talk about his wife having sex with a B-list singer on Facebook Live. Where he has to ask questions that he already knows the answers to to please other people in the world so they can be quiet about it. I feel horrible for him. Okay. like, so to me, like, the real, they were two victims, and they were the men. That, that, that I no know you, okay. I feel bad for Jada. Jada <laughs> is the predator in this situation. I'll double chew. When it comes to August. Um, and I yeah, think a lot so, of people would agree with you on that one because of the power and age difference, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, and then August. Aug. But... <laughs> mention because it didn't go your way. Don't bring down somebody else's house to sell a record. He's nasty for that. I don't like that. Do you think he's actually doing that? Yes. Okay. Because they broke up two or three years ago. Like, no, she said... Two or three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, you decide you want to tell your truth and it's just so happy that your album is coming out came out two days uh, or two or three days before that. Nah, sorry. Sorry, you don't bring that somebody's house to sell a record. You're oh. just like, at this point, you're just like, you're, uh, you're like Corinne Stephan. Not the, okay. All right. I'm going to let you finish up your analysis. You know, you know, you know, the, uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. you know, no, no, no. You know, the people on the internet are like, you just never let Paris speak. So I'm just going, I'm just going, you know, I'm practicing something new. I'm practicing something new for the quarantine. No, I'm I'm good. <laughs> so okay, so here's a couple of things, right? I so uh, to to your point about um about Will feeling bad for Will. Well, Will, welcome, welcome to the world of um Vanessa Bryant, 
Hillary Clinton, Gabrielle Union, and every other woman. And that's the thing. You could tell Will felt some type of way about it, right? Because he even said it. He was like, I just feel like I'm the husband at the press conference who's there for you. Yeah, because I feel like men typically have, they feel some sort of way when women cheat on them or women not even cheat because they were, they both acknowledge that they were separate, that they were separated, but even like having sex with someone else, I feel like men break down and just can't handle it. Like Will had tears in his eyes the whole entire time. So Will, yes, it's heartbreaking. I'm so sorry, but it ha it happens. It happens to the best of us, Will. And I'm so glad you're joining the ranks of all these other people who had to endure, be embarrassed, stand in the background and be like, damn, you really just gonna, wow, you really just gonna have a baby on me? Wow, you really just gonna be like having an intern suck your dick? Like all of these things, damn, damn. And he, I could just tell, yeah, he's not over that shit. But I feel that overall that, I, so yeah, the Red Table Talk, it is what it is. I, just like everybody else, came for the mess, right? I wanted to see what they was talking about, um, how Jada was going to talk about this and be transparent about this. And she wasn't, which pissed me off. But that's, that's your business. If you don't want to be transparent, I get it. Whatever, you got whatever going on. The thing that got me the most, which we'll touch on later, is... Just is is like the and me and you were talking about this earlier. It's their messaging around this like long term love, long term relationship type shit, and I can't, I just can't get down with it. I can't stand it. I cannot stand the struggle love narrative. I can't stand the if you want to be together with somebody for a really long time, it's going to be rough. Marriage is hard. Uh, you're going, you know, you're struggling. You're you're humming and hawing like uh. It's long lockdown. I'm not having any fun. Like, I'm so tired of that narrative. And yeah. I feel like they were perpetuating that. And I feel like, just like you've said in the past, I know that, you know, when we were talking about it a little bit earlier, you were like, okay, they weren't giving advice. But just like you have talked about with other things, like, because of how big their platforms are and who they are, when you say shit like that, it, it matters. It really yeah. matters. If you're struggling in your marriage... That fine, but like I'm tired of. I feel like that's the overarching narrative of marriage, not just from them, but just like overall from everybody. So yeah, that, so I will that, tell you. Yeah, yeah. So I will tell you to to get married, not get married, stay with this man, leave this girl yep. based off of their experiences, and you're like, no. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Though. Yeah, that's, absolutely. I think that's a very I think that what we'll talk about later is way more important than this. <laughs> than this, this mess. Entangle, this entanglement. 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 Between wealthy people. Oh my gosh. Who can, who can afford to forgive each other and, and move on. But wealthy and, and, people who can just be like, who, of course, here's the thing, right? If you're having troubles in your marriage, like, you can't afford to just keep it on the wraps for a really long time. Like, Will and Jada can't. Like, we didn't even know until they said, like, we were separated. I feel like everybody was like, what? 
when that happened. Like, we don't know. We're not that rich, okay? Everybody going to know your business at the income levels we at, okay? Yep. So, yep. <laughs> so... You can't live in a separate wing of your house when ah, you only have a, a, a quarter of a wing. <laughs> like, you just can't. You cannot. And so, I feel like going back to them... I I feel like I feel like one will is still hurt meaning that like you know how like you forgive somebody for something but when it comes up you get mad all over again that is oh, yeah. will <laughs> That is will he was just like he probably woke up this that morning and was just like yeah no I love I love her I'm I'm going to do this I just and he probably didn't expect himself like his eyes were red the entire time. And them jokes was not jokes. That's number one. Number two, Jada got some shit with her. Um, and like, <laughs> she really that like, it wasn't until like, I, I'm always weary of people who, you know, try and be like the the voice of the people and like, you know, I'm oh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be the thought leader of the people. Like, you know, so there was all there was that weariness. But, like, I think, and the reason why I'm also just mad at, you know, the advice that they were giving and just, like, overall the whole shit is because Jada got light eyes, she got that light hair, she got that light skin, and she talks like this. And, like, people believe her. Like, she's she's on that, like, I feel like, you know, we, we evolved into the term hotep, but I'm going to call Jada one of them fake deep people. Her. She's just one of them fake deep people, like, because she, like, brings people onto a platform and, like, she's analyzing things. But I think that Jada hasn't done her work. And when I'm talking about her work, I mean, like, her own healing work and, and dealing with her own shit, which I think, yes, everyone has. But everyone has their shit, but they're not out here publicly trying to, quote unquote, be healers for other people. And I wanted to heal people and I wanted to help him. No, stay in your, that's not your lane. That's not your lane. And so I feel like she's capitalizing um, and she's capitalizing off of the this movement now where people are trying to go to therapy, where are, where people are trying to deal with their shit and where people are like, you know, tooting themselves as healers or understanding that they have those, you know, very sacred powers for themselves or their empaths. Like, I do believe people truly have those, but then I also feel like you have people who are riding that wave. And I feel like she's one of those people. And so you, and you, and then you rode the wave to somebody else's detriment. So yeah. you're talking about, yeah. I want to heal him. I wanted to heal him, but you also acted like a real nigga and was just like, I wanted to feel good. Which one was it, sis? Which one was it? Both. Both. <laughs> you go. Sorry. Both. I, I don't know. I I take some of the, like I said, I take some of the stuff they said face value. Um, I think what we might have conceived as an open relationship was them maybe being kind of an open relationship for them um, being, them breaking up. Uh, there was an interview like maybe two or three years ago where they talked to Will Smith and they said, uh, what would be the biggest failure? And he said, like, a divorce. Mm. Because he's a perfectionist. So, mm. whatever he, so whatever he does, he has to do it right. This includes him picking roles for his movies. 
it, it has to be perfect. Right. It has to be a formula. Everything's a formula. Formula for this, formula for that. So I don't think he's willing to give up on the marriage, although he said he was done, a.k.a. he was done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they need couple therapy. <laughs> Instead of sitting there talking to each other, they need somebody to sit in between them. Because you can tell there's a lot of underlying hurt that they are laughing at, but they need to address, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yes. That's um, that That's that when you send a serious message, but you put an LOL at the end to, like, soften yeah. it a little bit. That's exactly what they're doing. Where my money at? Ha-ha-ha. Ha-ha. 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 You give me my money? No, no. Give me my money. No smiling face. Like, give me that energy. Um... <laughs> And I think there's a lot to be said about that situation that you were speaking of when it comes to celebrities um, using their platforms to become the healer. We have the same thing where we got Steve Harvey and um, and we get a, a bunch of these, these prophets. Like, we have a president. Yes. A celebrity. So we, we, we look to celebrities um, and we look at their lives and and somehow their success means that I have to follow your teachings, not knowing what that person had to do and had to, and maybe didn't do in order to achieve those successes. Um, so that was funny that you said that because now that I'm thinking about it, you are right. They didn't have to necessarily say, you know, stay in a long term relationship for it to be the message. Because I can definitely see men and women saying, well, you saw Will and Jada. And you're like, well, that's Will and Jada. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the big things that we have to take away from this, from these situations, um, and we've talked about this before, every relationship has its own sets of boundaries, right. has its own yes-no system, has its own open relationship, has its own closure relationship. Whatever you want to do, it's their relationship. So, um, once again, their relationship is their relationship, but Jada really needs to go and sit down and talk to somebody, and then they need to go and sit down and talk to somebody. Because if you're sitting here and you are helping and then hurting okay. a young man, not only was he a young man, a young man who was friends with your children. Yuck! Um, so this thing, I can't even get... I find everything about the Smiths as unconventional. <laughs> I'm not going to say weird. It's unconventional. Okay, okay. Their, mar- their, their marriage is unconventional. Come on, um, come on, sex positive but, Paris. We, we switch roles today because I'm sitting here definitely yucking somebody's yum right now. <laughs> the way they raise their children, which we didn't agree with, mm-hmm. letting her do this with her hair, letting him wear this and Letting you know, letting all them do this, and I'm so glad that the oldest one don't live there. I just heard it all. The way that they raise their children is unconventional. Not saying that it's right and wrong, but it's unconventional. But what I think they need to do is fix some of the unconventionalism going on in their house, because obviously <laughs> something's not going right, and whatever agreement that they had between them two um, didn't work out. And it didn't work out to the point that Will was ready to leave. And she had to go and find somebody in the house. And from the sounds of it, at that time, Will wasn't happy that it was happening. So, 
Um, mm. And that and that might have been the motivator for him to go back and get and try to fix the relationship. And then you know August saw that and he left. Um, I think it takes a lot for somebody to realize that. I, I would try to put myself in a situation if I was sitting there with um, someone that I love and someone who helped me, who quote unquote built me back up. Um, and she could be telling me that it's over, and then one day I come back to the crib, and she's like, "I'm going to work things out." Right. I don't know how I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, um, you can be. I think so. So okay, I like what you're saying. I think you could literally still be hurt. I think you could have all of these. Um, feelings and emotions however i think the layers that you're talking about needs to be taken into account right so we have i think what august is alcina is like 20 something years younger than her yeah and then we have so we have the age difference right we also have the power difference right like clearly they are not the same level of celebrity Clearly, they are not on the same level. How they met is through their children, which is kind of weird. And then you also have the aspect of he was, I mean, apparently, allegedly, like, popping pills and apparently, quote-unquote, very sick, right? And so I, I don't want to be like everyone else and be like, you know, this was a man and a woman and... Da, 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 da. Like I'm not I'm not going there, and because and then because then when I did post it on my page, like people were like, "Well, my parents are 18 years apart." Yeah, I mean I teach about age differentials all the time to my younger students, and I always have to ask them. I always tell them, "Hey, I know your parents are you know whatever years apart." However, when we're talking about the age difference and we're talking about you as like a teen or whatever. I'm more interested. I'm not talking because all the teens that I teach are like, well, age ain't nothing but a number and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like as you get older, people kind of settle into that as well. But the question, and I tell them, I don't care. I don't care. Like, you can you can believe that because I'm not changing your mind on that. How much power do you have in that relationship? Exactly. Are you able to make equal decisions in that relationship? Are you able to contribute equally in that relationship we're not just talking about financially we're talking about just resources emotionally like are they on your level and so when you look at august and jada's situation and i examine it through that i'm like wait how much power did he have right because in the end it didn't seem like he was ready to break up like it just like in the way that she talked about it i just wanted to feel good like this dude sounded like he was trying to be in a relationship she was just trying to get her rocks off. And then as soon as she saw a glimmer of hope from her husband to potentially return, that's when it was just like, all right, bye. That's what it sounded like to me. It didn't, it don't, and then he, and I guess he got the message and was like, okay, I'm not doing this shit with you no more. I'm over it. And so how much power did August have when he entered that partnership? Did their... Um, entanglement was that clear at the beginning was it clear that like hey you know i'm here in a motherly or supportive role and 
um, you know, and that's all, all we're doing or, is, or are we leaving the door open? Because when you say somebody came to me sick and I wanted to heal them and, you know, he came to our family, that sounds like some, like, mentor slash, hey, like, I have somebody, some, you know, a friend of my kids that's, you know, struggling, but, you know, we love them like family, so we're going to support them the best way we can. Like, that's what the original arrangement sound like to me. And, yes, things can happen and things can evolve, but I always leave it up to the older person. I always leave it up to the pursuer to put the boundaries on. And it seems like she didn't put any boundaries on. And so yeah. that's why I keep saying, like, I feel like Jada has some shit with her because she then did not even want to admit to what it was. Like, Will was sitting there doing all the heavy lifting. He was like, hey, I think I think you need to tell the people what happened. And she was like, I don't yeah. know, what do you, huh? Entanglement? He was like, relationship? Yeah, exactly. Like, she was like, I just entered in, into an entanglement with him. Bitch, where did you get that word from? What's wrong with you? And he was like, I think too, I think we're going to have to be really honest yep. with the people. Olivia Pope. <laughs> I think, like, like, he was sitting, literally sitting there like, I think, you know, we need to be honest with the people. I think we need to be transparent. So can you say exactly what happened? And then she just, she said entanglement three times. And then. <laughs> And then when he corrected her, that's when she was like, yeah, okay, fine, a relationship. Are you being forthcoming or are you not? Are you being clear about what happened or are you not? Like, I can, like, for me, and I know my communication style, I need you to be in full acknowledgement mode if we're really trying to break something down. Don't have me sitting here doing the work for you when you're the one that messed up, when you're the one that's being dragged. I'm just here to support you. So... Are you being honest? Are you trying to take accountability? And are you trying to ensure that this other person, August, does not get hurt in the process while you're trying to clear things up? Because to me, it seems like she just minimized that shit. Like, this man on his okay. interview was talking about some, I could die tomorrow and I will know love. Meanwhile, Will's like, so why did you, what happened? And she's like, I just want to feel good. Huh? Huh? She... She treated him. I like. I am tripping that. Like this is literally what we drag the men for. Yes. In these relationships, all the time when they're like, "What well, man? Her? That wasn't nothing deep." And that's literally how she was carrying. That's exactly like, oh, how she was. Oh, I mean, it was an entanglement. You know, it wasn't like. Nothing too. You crazy. know, I just I come and home. Then, I come home to the then, one I'm supposed to come home to. You know. And then she and then she hit the the super toxic one. She helped him. Woo! So like the 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 help the help him means she's exonerated for any of the bullshit that she's done. Oh yeah. And that's the way she was trying to carry it. Like, well, no, no, but I, but you know, we 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 helped him when he came here. And then they started like, out no, by being I, like. I, I brought a man broken and had sex with him. Oh. I brought a man broken. I was building him and had sex with him. But he's a better person now because of it. And it's like, <laughs> no. No, you don't get any points for that. You're still a piece of shit. Yeah. No, and, and then she cool. said... And like, not you the person, but in that situation, Jada, you were a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. The end. Oh, yeah. No, Jada definitely got some shit with her. Because you can even tell when um, Will was like, I was sick of you. I was sick of your stuff. Like... 
She, that's the thing. Jaina also, so one, I think the problematic thing she said was, quote, it was a joy to help heal somebody. Girl, who gave yeah, you the authority? Who gave so who, you the authority? What are your credentials? This isn't a video game. This isn't like a Digimon or something <laughs> like that. Like, you, like, like, this is The Sims. You, you, like, you have to, like, there's no joy in it. Like, there's something that you want to do. And I see, you're yeah. gonna be joyous through with the outcome, but like, what do you mean you had joy fixing him? Like, yeah. he's not a toy. That and it, she's yep. very and she's very dismissive of him, even when she's talking about him. Yep, she's taking the focus off of him and back on them. Yes, so he can become. I mean, this is literally a PR stunt. Like, whoever <laughs> that PR person is, they were like, "Look, we're not even going to discuss this." Right, you just go on and discuss what y'all want to discuss, and then we'll wrap up real quick. We'll just yep. do that. Yeah, because she said that, and then she said, which I think is a very toxic thing that people try to do to excuse their behavior, she kept talking about her childhood trauma. Yes, that plays a part, but guess what? Just because you have trauma does not mean, I understand hurt people hurt people and everything, but that does not, that does not give you the authority or the leeway to go ahead and try and wreck somebody else in your process and not apologize for it. Like, in unintentionally, yeah, probably hurting, you know, hurting people you didn't have an intention, do, intention to do it, but you can't just, like, put the Band-Aid on it and be like, oh, because of my childhood stuff, I probably did this. Jada, you are too old for this, and there are too many resources. There's talk space. They got exactly. online therapists. The same resources you gave Og. Listen, you picked up and gave yourself. Listen, they got therapy for therapy for black girls, sis. Like you could have gone this thing all the way together, and yep. you chose and you, not if, to. If you do have a therapist, when you're helping him, the first time you had that urge, call up your therapist. Yeah. Guess what? I'm having a really, I, I think I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, but you didn't think that what you were doing was wrong because you were being toxic. toxic. Right. It's fine. Go for it. But Man. just like, yeah, she didn't take any ownership in that at all. No, no. She's um, like, Jada definitely needs to go to therapy for herself or go to more therapy for herself. But I also think that, Jada, like, I feel like this is not the first time that her and Will have alluded to their issues. And that's cool. People have issues. But it always kind of sounds like it's because of her. And I feel in a way, just, and this is my hunch, I just feel like Jada has no business being married. Like, <laughs> and not because, <laughs> not because she's, you know, not, you know, because she has all this stuff that I mentioned. No, absolutely. Like, if you have problems that does not disqualify you from being married and being loved however i think like jada wants to belong to the streets in a good in a good way not in a shaming way like i just think she's like one of those people that's like i just want to be i just want to explore i want i think she's like i want to have you here because you're my rock but i also want to explore myself explore other people have various experiences while still having a rock there and i'm sure will is probably not cut out for I'm sure Will's probably like, uh, nah, fam, you're going to have to choose, um, Nah, when one. Margot Robbie came, came walking around, he was like, you know what, this isn't a bad idea. <laughs> we're going to do this open, 
we can do this open relationship, whatever we want to call it, uh, entangle ship. Like we can go ahead and, and 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 make this work. I think he um, I think he has done stuff. It's from the way it sounded. Yeah, sounds like she's like the queen pin of this. Yeah, <laughs> like she's the person who's like, we should have an open relationship. And like you said, you can be my rock. And then, you know, eventually he gets stuff up about it because you keep hearing stuff in the streets, in the streets, in the streets. And eventually that that plays a part. And, you know, people start talking to Hollywood and that can that can hurt your career. Because mm-hmm. everything from everything that I heard from them was kind of like a safe face for their career. I don't mm. think they had that one-on-one talk that she gives to everybody else where they have a come-to-Jesus moment. Maybe they did it in front of, I mean, with themselves. Right. I really thought it was a horrible idea to even include uh, Will in it. I think somebody else should have been there. Somebody mm. who could have held her more accountable. Mm, I see what he, you're saying. He, he's not going to do it to his wife. No, right. And the, right. I, I, we would We would have been dragging him right now if he took her through through all of that. In front exactly. of everybody. <laughs> We'd have been like, who the hell does he think he is? <laughs> he probably got his dirt. Oh, so, like, that's why you get 13 minutes. She didn't want to go deep into what's, what's going on. Because she, if she would have explained the entire relationship, we'd have had, like, a 45-minute show. Bro, yeah. Oh, yeah. We would have had she some substantial. Go into it. She didn't she want to. Know. She... she- she, she wanted, was. She wanted to do what every guy has done. When, yes. When 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 they get caught. Yes. With a girl, and you minimize the girl. You want to just minimize the she situation, was, but like yeah. I can't stand somebody where you're supposed to be coming out with your dirt and you're you're exacerbated by just ugh. She just seemed tired. Like why we gotta even go there? And even when Will well, was, she was like, like, this was two years ago. Right. That's what we're laughing at. When this. Will was, was when Will ago. was um talking or whatever, um yeah, when Will was talking or whatever, and he was like, so she was still like her. The look on her face was like, what is you? Uh, okay, stop talking. Like she just seemed tired. Like she's a guest. Yeah, essentially, I'm not gonna say gaslighting, but she. She is. She got. No, she got no, some of them tendencies. Gaslighting. It's fun. She, she was. You, you can. You can accuse a woman of gaslighting. It's okay. She's gaslighting a little bit. Like you know, you're minimizing the situation. You're not making it. You're not making it as is. Um, you know, you're not trying to make it as big as possible. And, and you're. And she also said, which is another reason why I feel like she's gaslighting and why she's not fully you know, doing the work she needs to do is because if you saw that interview with August and you heard all these things happening and, you know, she just kept being like, we haven't spoken, we haven't spoken. We ha- Well, why ha- why haven't you picked up the phone and been like, hey, listen, or hey, or the first thing in the interview I probably would have said was, this has nothing to do with August. This is everything to do with me. I'm so sorry this happened. Like, it was just kind of like, you knew what it was. I knew what it was. So why are you out here crying about it? I'm tired of talking about this and stop running your mouth about it. Like, <laughs> that was the energy I was feeling. Yeah. So. Nope. You're, you're uh, totally right. Uh, I just, I, but it's like, yeah, part of it is my personal stuff. I have a problem with people saying that they're going to clear something up and not actually clear it up or not actually just be you know, a person, you know, about it and be like, okay, 
it is what it is. This is the situation. I didn't mean for it. Like she never said, I didn't mean for it to go that far. Or I felt like we were serious, but you know, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, I broke his heart. Like none of that. It feels like she just saw him on equal playing field. And that's cool. Yes, he's an adult. He is an adult. And yes, August seems very heartbroken. Yeah, but it's levels to, like, it, like you said, like when the 40-year-old dude is talking to the 19-year-old girl, yes, everyone's both grown. But there is life experiences. Yep. There's a level of maturity. Yep. There's a level of you being in these types of relationships right. where you know how things go. That is just totally unfair to that younger person who's unsuspecting and they look, they're looking to you as one potentially a lover, but at first as some type of mother or father thing. Ooh, speak on it, speak on it. And you're, and then you're taking advantage of that because you have to know it. Cause right. you are a mother. Especially you know if they're the, the same age as your kids. When you first in that house, when you first walked in that house, you get your interaction of you're going to be my mother. And then you chose to either take it there or let it go there. Right. So that's where the onus falls on you. The same way that we say that um, no matter what uh, a young lady is doing or wearing, a guy should not touch them. Yeah, you have the onus to control yourself. You have the onus to control, and (laughs) she has the onus to control herself, and she opted out of that onus and said, nope, I'm going to get an entanglement. Listen, I want Jada to have as many entanglements. I want her to belong to the streets if she wants to belong to the streets. But what you're not going to do is is sell us on this on this struggle marriage. So I want to ask you, what have been your biggest or one of your biggest marriage lessons? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so I would and this is related to I'll give you some context so at the end of the show and I think that's where I had like the biggest reaction because it was like you know you watching 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 you watching the dirt and it was like the last three minutes where Jada and Will were both like bad marriage for life yeah it was the bad marriage for life like we ride together we die together bad marriage for life and ha they're joking and then they said some, they said it like two or three times. Like, if you want to be, quote, if you want to be in a long term relationship, this is the kind of stuff you got to deal with. If you want to be in a long term relationship, this is the da 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 da. And so I know for myself, like I told you earlier, and I did a mini video about it on my Instagram, like my, like, right after watching it um, reaction. Because I can't, I don't like that shit. I can't stand that shit. Like, like, stop making, stop making like a loving life partnership. And I understand marriage, marriage is the business side of things, right? Like marriage is not, is not the, it's a, it's a business agreement. It's a tax, it's a tax thing. Like I'm talking about the lifelong partnership with someone that you love or somebody's that you love and care for and want to grow a life with, I don't think it needs to continually be centered around negativity, struggling, putting up with any types of shit and forgive like this, this cycle of forgiveness where no one actually uh, does the work to be better, 
cheating, lies, um, crying. I just can't, I can't do it. And I feel like that's the narrative for, for women. But I feel like for men, the narrative is mostly like, Game over, bro. Like, oh, damn. Like, you don't wear, you know, back in the days, like, you yeah. don't wear the pants and, like, you know, you're whipped and, like, ooh, you're never going to be able to go out and hang out with your friends no more. And I just can't. And then, it's, and the thing is, is that I think I'm, I'm very passionate about it because, one, it, it's, uh, you know, perpetuating these negative ideas that are not rooted in anything. Two, it's, um... It, I feel like we're never going to get out of cycles of unhealthy relationships if we keep glorifying them. And so yeah. when I think about unhealthy relationships and why I'm so passionate about it, and I'm not just talking, I'm not talking about Will and Jada, we're done with them uh, for the second, for this second. But when I think about unhealthy relationships and why I like, why it's one of the fav- my, my most favorite topics to talk about, but also most favorite topics to teach about and also one of the biggest things that I think is so impactful when we're talking about self-esteem, self-love, and just like how we are walking into partnership with other people, unhealthy relationships don't exist in a bubble. When you're in an unhealthy relationship, it's not just between you and that person. I feel like, honestly, I was thinking about this the other day, I feel like it's, it becomes a community issue. Because like, and, yeah. and think about it at your most basic, like stupid level, right? You with your boyfriend, you with your girlfriend, y'all have a, you know, y'all have an argument or whatever. That argument doesn't just stay there. You take it to your homegirls. You take it to your homeboys. Now everybody is, is throwing in their, you know, bits and pieces, right? But then say that it elevates and gets to something a little bit more serious. And I know my personal experience with, um, you know, someone that I care about, they get married to the person that's terrible. And then, you have a baby by the person that's not that great. And then when y'all have a falling out, it's again, not between just y'all two. It becomes, okay, we got to come move you out. Okay, we got to do this. Okay, these services need to be involved. Okay, now we got to worry about the baby. Now, it has yeah. branches, right? And it's, so... Yeah, collateral damage. Exactly, exactly. And 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 the thing is, I, I do want to add an asterisk here. What I mean to the people that are listening, I'm not talking about, I don't believe in that shit, don't tell people your business. That's not what I'm talking about. Because I absolutely believe that you need trusted people in your relationship that you absolutely need to talk to because you can't find everything in your partner. And sometimes you do need perspectives that are outside of this boiling point or whatever y'all arguing about to be like, hey, so actually, listen, Paris, you were tripping about that. Like, Vanessa, you were, you know what, you you probably could have approached that a different way. And I'm not saying open it up to just anybody, but you all know who the people are in your corner and y'all know who's out there giving bad relationship advice. Um, But you need people who are champions of you and that partner. You need people who are able to give you advice um, neutrally. You need to have people that can listen to both sides and support you through whatever you're dealing with to help you come out on the other side. And whether that's a therapist, whether that's like friends, I, yes, I absolutely believe all that. Like don't let other people in your business type shit. I don't believe in that. That's dumb to me. That's, that's, that's elementary school. We're talking about, are you, if we're in a long-term, 
you know, relationship, if we're trying to get to a long-term relationship or relationships with people, that does require, just like you call on the community when you're having problems, it, you call on the community when, <laughs> when you know, you need to nourish and enhance and do all those other things to your relationship. So I get really tired. I say all that to say, sorry, because I know we were, you were talking as well. Um, I just get really tired of the struggle love bus narrative and it's not anyone's destiny and it shouldn't be tolerated as this like, well, that's a, that's what it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because we see, we see time and time again, people are making relationship arrangements that work for them. People are having open marriages. People are being polyamorous. People are um, living in separate homes, but staying married. Like, People do what they got to do or what they want to do. But I do feel like there are key tenets to having a healthy relationship that should be the baseline for every single type of relationship. And I'll talk about that later. But yes, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, um, one of the things that uh, I've learned in marriage is um, to compromise and to compliment and not compliment as in you're looking nice but to be like a compliment to whatever she's doing yeah well if she wants to do something make sure that I'm there to assist her in any way um even sometimes when I'm like, oh, man, I don't think this is going to work, just be there. Be there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so just, like I said, yeah, the compliment part and, you know, just just be able to, um, to understand that, and this is funny because it's like, the difference between struggle love and uh, and being there for your for your significant other is um, we're not going to perpetuate toxic events over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a situation where I'm constantly trying to fight for your love. Right. Uh, but yeah, I will be there and I will compliment you in any way that I can. Um, and that I am willing uh, and able to do. Um, I think a lot of times we run into situations where, uh, like you were saying, we we have a system of ride or die, right? And and our culture where it's like no matter what, I'm gonna be there because you see how this relationship is, you see how that relationship is, and everything is always based off of. I'm going to be a ride or die like so-and-so. If you want to be a ride or die, no matter what, that's fine. But just make sure in your heart of hearts, you're fine with that. Um, yeah. I think a lot of times what we do uh, is we will stay in a relationship or we'll leave a relationship because of social pressures or because of, um, or because of what we've been taught. Or what we think is right. Yeah. Um, and what you think is right and what you feel is right are two different things. Yeah. 
Um, I can think, you know, the world of something. And I think is a thought. It's a hypothesis. It's an idea. Right. Your feeling, sometimes you got to trust your feelings. Um, and I think a lot of people, they don't. They, you'll get back with that girl or that guy who cheated on you five or six times mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody else has been cheated on. Right. Well, guess what? You shouldn't feel, you don't, do you feel right about that? No. Then right. fuck everyone else. Right. Get everyone else. I don't care what everyone else wants to do. But on the same token, if that person cheats on you and everyone's saying, uh-uh, you got alien face, you should leave. If you want to stay with that person, you should stay. Right. And work it out. And right. make sure that person gets the help that they need. Or figure out what, what the hell happened. But I think we let social media, celebrities, and just overall everyone else's opinion dictate our relationships way too much um, more than what they used to. Because back then, it, um, it, well, sorry, I'm not going to a tangent, but <laughs> what people didn't realize is the reason why your mom, your grandmother and grandfather stayed together or anyone stayed together was that thing you were just talking about, power. Mm-hmm. The, the woman did not have education. The woman did not have, um, she didn't have a job. Right. So where the hell was she going to go? Right. Every once in a while you hear stories of the person who actually left and they were strong and they were brave for it. But nine times out of ten, that your grandmother or great-grandmother stayed in that relationship because she didn't have the power. And then the women that did have power, they got the hell out of those relationships as soon as something happened. Mm -hmm. Every time you hear about the old lady who was married three or four or five times, (laughs) there was a reason she was married three or four or five times. And usually that was a said, very educated woman. Because she said, and I'm she sorry. Got tired of that bullshit no, she time. said, wait, I'm sorry. How many how many kids and outside families do you have? Oh no, I'm fam. I'm <laughs> out. I'm out. On to the next. Oh god. On to the next. <laughs> but like we're sitting there following while well, my grandmother and grandfather did it. Well, your grandmother and grandfather lived under certain different uh, different uh conditions. Right. Your grandfather was a bread one. You're taking care of this of this person, and he's cheating on you. Right. No, there was a two different things. Like y'all don't want to talk about your grandfather having like your uncle, your uncle, oh, you, and another uncle being around the same age. And you meet him at the funeral. Everyone <laughs> has met. Every black family has met their uncle or brother <laughs> or sibling at a oh, funeral. Shit. Oh God, yo. But that's the thing, right? Like, like no one wants to believe that. Everybody wants to do this, like, and and you know, and that, and back in the day, and what my grandmother and grandfather did. Well, y'all, first of all, you ain't got your, you ain't got grandfather money because your grandma stayed home all day. So what's up? What's yep. up? Like, don't yep. be, don't be trying to say and, and compare circumstances. Grandfather had. You know how much money you had to be making back in those factories and how cheap living is? <laughs> like if you were making like twenty they were making thirty dollars an hour. All right. So you're making sixty thousand dollars a year in nineteen sixty eight. You could afford two families. <laughs> Yo, but that's the thing. I just like I I um <sighs> I just I it's like the audacity, right? Like it's the same thing as like P. I feel like it's the same thing as people now being like, I'm not my, 
I'm not my grandfather. I'm not my, you know, whoever's oh, generation. Yeah. I'm going I'm to yeah. fight you or whatever. Yeah, like, got my right. No, like, I'm going to need you to just like, dude, this revisionist history is not helping anybody. So exactly. I, I realized like there's a romance. We romanticize these old school like relationships where people stuck through it. But that does not mean it was healthy. That does your grandmother exactly. probably didn't want to have all fourteen of them goddamn kids. She just didn't have access to birth control. She couldn't get a safe abortion. She probably felt like she 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 probably could not say no, not even feel like no. Um, and so I I think that your grandfather was potentially abusive, um, and your grandmother was just in, like ignored, like. Who was the person making the school lunches every day? Who was the person doing homework? Who was the person that had like so stop that glorify I, I I hate that we glorify. Like, yes, is yes. it is it nice that like, wow, people like, you know, were married for a long time? Sure. But I prefer quantity I prefer um quality over quantity. Like, is it a quality relationship? Did they have fun? Are they are they emotionally connected? Are they self-aware? Can they communicate? Is there respect? Do we actually honor each other? Do we trust each other? Are we are we practicing fidelity when I'm not staring at you? These are the tenets that are needed. And I don't care what relationship you're in. That could be friendships. Yo, they there there are tenants that matter in order to successfully have any type of relationship whether that's platonic or whether that's romantic to be sustainable and to be okay without damaging other people. Like self self-awareness and emotional awareness, I'm going to say that's key. I'm going to say that's key. I can say and I also can say that's what I think I love most about my partner is that he's very emotional and self-aware. Like, I ain't, I ain't got to worry about no ego. I ain't got to worry about I ain't doing this because I'm a man. Because guess what? We wouldn't have been able to, to make it. Like, I don't, I don't deal with it. I want equal partnerships. Are we equals here? Like, can we speak to each other respectfully? When we're having a fight, is it, you know, is it, are we just like trying to say whatever? Or are we trying to get to the solution? Like, yeah. Are we working towards something? And so I feel like I can apply. I'm, I can apply the same thing to friendships that I have with you, like like friendships with friends, right? And so an example, I'm talking to my friend right now. Like me and Paris wouldn't have been able to be friends if like we respectfully could not debate issues and then learn from each other's perspectives. Or Paris going ahead and being like, you know what? Yeah, no, I was tripping on that one. Like. <laughs> Like, we're just not going to be able to do this. Are we, we can communicate. Like, and so I feel like we, we sometimes do this thing where we expect more from our friendships and not enough from our relationships, or we're expecting piss poor treatment in our relationships because of quote unquote, that's how men are. Or, you know, or quote unquote, like Will and Jada said, you know, if you're trying to have a long-term relationship, no, I don't know. No, I don't. No, I don't know. Because when I'm talking about, when I'm talking about, damn, marriage can be rough. I'm not talking about the time of my life. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about some, when I say, damn, this shit is rough. I'm saying, damn, yo, why can't you pick your socks off the floor, yo? 
or damn, can you stop eating all my snacks? Or damn, listen, it's a really, we got to talk about these finances because this really impacts our future. Like, yeah, that's the kind of rough times I'm trying to have. I ain't trying because to have. I'm fighting for my relationship. I'm not fighting for your heart. <laughs> I'm not fighting for you to want to be here. Like, that's not the exactly. kind of rough times I'm trying to go through. And that's the thing we like you were just saying at the beginning, we do this thing where we're like, um, you know, we're trying to ride or die. Like, that's what you were saying earlier. And we always tell people, like, if you're trying to be down with somebody, you got to be their ride or die. Yes, I like to ride. I don't want to die on this hill with you. No, exactly. I don't want to. Exactly. And so we tell people that they need to be resilient. We tell people that they need to endure. And, but we never tell people what they, at what level they need to endure things. So we, walk I think, away. yeah, I think, walk away. exactly. I think for a lot of people, when they're talking about enduring, people are like, I need to endure bad behavior of my partner. Or I need to endure um, cheating from my partner. No, 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 no. That's not the enduring. No, we're talking about your husband just got laid off from the factory. <laughs> you guys have to endure there you go. that period until he finds a new job. There you go. Now, That's, yes. Now, 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 when he finds a new job and finds a third family, you're not supposed to endure that. That's the, that's the difference. There's the difference. That's the difference. There's a line, but it's like we've been fed this bag, uh, like this, uh, this what is it, the the bill of bad goods or whatever, whatever the expression is. Yeah. We've been we've been taught this for so long that I feel like now it's evolved where we don't even know what we need to stay for because we've been taught so long that especially as women, you need to stand by your man. Oh no, you know how men are. Or, you know, he's going to eventually cheat. I remember when I was getting married and my, you know, as everybody knows, my, you know, my parents are from Haiti and I have family that is like never moved to the United States, still are in Haiti. And I remember, yeah, right. I remember I was talking to um, one of my favorite aunts and, you know, she came up for the wedding and, you know, we were taught, we were like, you know, getting my room together or something. And she was like, so... Um, what, um, she was like, where, where are your underwears? Where are your, uh, pajamas? And I said, what, what are you talking about? And she said, oh, you need to have, you need to have like so many pairs and you need to have like, you know, all of this sensual lingerie, um, for your husband. And I said, well, what if I get tired? And she was like, you can't get tired. You can't, what do you mean? You can't get tired. You can't say no. And I, and I was looking at her like. And mind you, like, my aunt is, like, my aunt is, like, in her, is she's, like, 80, she's, like, 82. Like, I get it. Like, it's fine. Like, she was 70-some years old when we were talking. Like, it's fine. Like, I, I know she does not understand all of these different dynamics, but that's the way she was taught. She was taught, like, exactly. if your man wants it, you turn around and give it to him because he's going to find it somebody somewhere else. She also said, well, what are you going to do when, when uh, he cheats on you? And I said, I'm sorry, well, now what? Now what? <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? Like, why would he do that? And she was like, but because that's what men do. So like, what is your, how are you going to control your reaction? And I was like, sit, let me, okay. Now let me teach you something. Let's have a talk. Let's, 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 let's go sit over here. Let's go talk. I said, hey, so, um, my non-negotiable is, <laughs> you know, 
is she probably looked at you like, what are you even talking she about? She was like, wow, the way of the world has really corrupted your mind. Like, she must have been like, damn, <laughs> this is what happens when you get raised in the United States, huh? Y'all just yep. be making weird-ass decisions, huh? But it's just like, it's, but it's also, that's her worldview, right? That's how my grandfather was. Like, my grandfather had a different child somewhere else. Like, he told he told the village that, you know, my grandmother had died um, so he could pick up other women. Like, th- what? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even do it. He didn't. The thing about, you know, if you're going to make a lie like that, you think you'd like being... Like, the equivalent, like, all right, maybe I'll go to New York, or maybe I'll go to, like, Boston and try that line. He went to the east side of, he went to the east side of yeah. Boston. <laughs> Man, not even, not even that. He went from, like, um, he went yeah, from yeah, down yeah. bottom. He, he, he went to go talk to the women at down bottom, and up top, his wife is sitting up there. Like, that's, that's how close we talking. Like, like literally the other woman walked up to my grandmother and was like, am I seeing things? And my grandmother was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you're, huh? He said that you were dead and left the kid and, oh my, yo. So when you think about from that perspective, when we're talking about enduring, when we're talking about putting up with people's stuff, like, we're not asking you to do that. And you don't have to do that. If you want to do that, sure. But I know for me and mine, my personal life mantra is drama-free and happiness. And to me, that's very filled with drama and does not make me happy. So I don't want to be here. And so I just feel like we need to become selfish in our relationships. We need to be able to think about our needs because we need to also be able to communicate what we're putting up with and what we're not putting up with. And like, let me tell you off break what my non-negotiables are. And this is how I need to be communicated with. And we also need to have partners that evolve with us because you will change and you will have different needs that you're going to have to be like, Hey, listen, so actually what I need us to do is really talk through this thing because I don't feel settled. And I feel like we argue about the same things over and over again because we don't ever communicate in this more effective way. Like, you have to have somebody that's willing to do that work with you if that's what you want. But I I do feel like unhealthy relationships, not only, like I said, bring stress to the community, but they also bring tons of stress to that individual. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Here we go, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, listen... I'm still just, I'm, I'm still just flabbergasted that, nah, my wife did. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, his home, his homeboy next to him was like, oh, God. he is bugging. Yeah. He is bugging, bugging. Yeah. No, I feel you. I'm just, uh, I'm just telling you. everybody when the entanglement, he over here saying she did. <laughs> oh, he bugging. Wait till I get home and tell my wife about this. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, um, yeah. It's we there's a lot of just there's a lot of unpacking that should have happened because as much as we love that our grandparents were together for seventy years, we look at the next generation to our parents and see that like either they've never been married or they are divorced. And we sit there and then you see our generation where people are getting married at, you know, older at 
older ages now. Um, and part of that is some of us have never seen healthy relationships. Um, so we have to, and I'm, I know this is something you want to talk about, we had to pick, I know for me, I had to pick different parts of people's relationships that I liked and wanted to emulate. There's not one relationship that I ever seen where I thought this was the relationship for me. Um, right. Everyone had their problems, but I do know that there are relationships now. Uh, there are there were different parts and aspects of different relationships where I take from and I draw my inspiration from. Right. And I hope that when people see me and my wife, that they don't up everything in that relationship. One of the things that really like kills me is when I see people on Instagram trying to be relationship goals. <laughs> Speak on it. I I saw this, this oh my goodness. Their uh family family member. Him and his girlfriend they used to do all the videos and I used to sit there and look at my wife and go this is manufactured. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, they're doing this because they think this is what it looks like to be in a very, like, healthy relationship. Right. Like, they they try to do, like, the developing and, like, the, mm. I don't I don't need you to force your love on me. Like, either you love each other and you don't, and I get that by just seeing your photos, seeing your interactions, seeing your real videos. You posting your video of y'all like so much having fun when I know you guys like literally probably just got finished arguing or you were sitting around doing any, nothing and then you turn around and say, Oh, let's shoot this video about and let's let's do XYZ. And I'm sitting there watching, and I go, That's not a real relationship. Well, behold, this month, mm-hmm, there's, a, there's a whole celebration for this person and I don't see the girl. I'm like, Oh, where is he? Where is he? And then I see uh, the old girl that he was talking to before he met this one. Oh. And I'm like, I thought they were relationship. I thought y'all were relationship goals. You're working on the wrong thing. You're trying to look good for the Instagram right. instead of trying to be good for each other. And oh, that's, shit. I don't know. I, I think that's the problem that we have in these relationships. On top of the fact that granddaddy had two families and you never like there was never any healthy relationships that we had growing up yeah so like like, like we said we look at celebrities look at instagram and we look at societal pressures it, it is a trap we yeah. all have to break that cycle and realize mm. that you have to do what's good for you yeah you have to look at different relationships and it could be relationships that are really bad yeah but there could be one good aspect about it that you absolutely love about it. um Take that. And you can take a relationship that was looks like it's really, really good, take a good aspect out of that. But you have to build your marriage and you have to and to me you have to pull inspirations from different people. Yeah. The same way that you whatever profession you you're in. Like if you're a doctor, I'm sure there isn't just one doctor you look up to. There's multiple <laughs> doctors for different things. And or, then you, know, you do like, the work to decide what doctor you wanna be. You know exactly. you know you want it to be fulfilling, you know you want it to be like you know, balance, you know, like, you figure it out for yourself as well. But I don't think you want to be a terrible doctor. I don't think you want to, like, be, like, have a doctor with the one-star review. Not only that, but, like, 
right. You saw Ben Carson separate two kids from uh, attached to the brain. You said, you know what? I want to be a doctor. And I want to be a neurosurgeon. <laughs> and then as you got older, you were like, you know what? I like kids. Right. I'm going to be, I'm just going to be in uh, a pediatric doctor. There's nothing. That's the way I think we should all look at our relationships. Right. There can be uh, like you saw something that piqued your interest and made you interested in that, but like you don't have to go full fledged. You want to be that. If that's what you want to do, that's right. great. But just know that like you want to be Ben Carson. Do you want to be Ben Carson today? Right. Probably not. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like th- there are different things. There. There. There's so much into what you don't know behind the scenes that I am way too jaded to, like, look up to anybody's, like, type of relationship. There are certain relationships I take from. I take from your relationship that you have with your husband. Oh. I take from uh, relationships from, you know, friends that uh, from high school, right. parents. I take from different people's relationships and try to manifest and incorporate that into me being the, the, the best person that I try to be every day. Right. And that's all it is. Yeah. It's not like one relationship. Like, I would never be like, ooh, I want to be like, you know, him and Vanessa. Right. No, I don't know. I don't know what they really like. Right. I don't know all the intricacies. Like, so why would I want to be what they are publicly? Like, that that would be a force for me. Yeah. Like, because I don't know. You don't know what, what makes you guys like that in public. Right. So, like, why are you trying to to attain something that you know nothing of. Right. Find something for yourself and, and then work from there. Right. Right. And I think there's, I think we do this thing. I, I, I really like what you said because yeah, I think there's, you do make your own relationships and there are long-term relationships all around me. Uh, and I, like for me, I'm going to be married <laughs> 10 years at the end of this month. Right. And whenever sure people, yeah, and then whenever people, because I've, I've said, like, when I, I think it was my, I don't know, some anniversary, and I, you know, of course, did my lovey-dovey post on um, Facebook, a couple people hit me up, like, oh, my God, girl, yes, that's goals, I'm trying to be just like you, and to, y'all know if this man don't beat me every day, like, <laughs> y'all don't, y'all don't, like, I'm yes, yeah, I'm not laughing at that, but like, yeah, it's so true. Like, like that's the thing, and I'm not trying to make light. I'm not trying to make light of that situation, but like, yes, I appreciate like from the outside, like I appreciate that. But like, I've seen all types of long term relationships around me that I've like promised myself I work every day to ensure I'm not like them because for me, like exactly. I said, it's not about. It's not about the quantity. Like, people are just trying to go over, like, 25-year anniversary, 50-year anniversary. Yeah, that's all beautiful and good, but I'm also trying to, like, get to know myself. And I'm also trying to, like, elevate myself and get to know myself within this, get to know myself individually and get to know myself within this partnership. And I'm, you know, doing all these things and we're having conversations and there's just so much like, and when I say work, I'm talking about like that, that internal work, that work that I'm saying Jada got to do that, like healing work, that like communication work, because it is easy to just turn around somebody and just say, shut up. I don't want to talk to you no more. Or (laughs) it's easier to say that, but it's harder to be like, Hey, listen, I'm not really feeling up to it right now. Um, I know this is a really important conversation, but 
you know, if you can just like, if we can just both cool off and come back and talk about tomorrow or, you know, give me a few hours to cool off and we could talk about it later. I just, I'm just not up to it. That's, that's the kind of work I'm talking about because it's easy to yell and scream. It's easy to, uh, just dismiss the person. It takes work and it takes self-awareness to communicate effectively. And so the long-term relationships I've seen around me, I knew for sure I never wanted to be like them people. Ever. Yeah. Like, we'd be at the anniversary parties and I'd be like, oh, this is... Ugh. They this, bug it. This is the ghetto. <laughs> These people should have divorced a long-ass time ago. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, damn. I have seriously said that because I'm looking at their relationships and I'm like, y'all... Argue, y'all argue with no solution in mind. Y'all argue dirty. Uh, you, you know, you don't show, you don't show any type of love language. Like, damn, can you bring some flowers home? Shit, can you, like, help me clean? Like, you know, those types of things. I'm looking at, and I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And I always, and I told myself, I never, for me personally, I've never been a person that envisioned myself married. Like in high school for a while, I had a little, uh, a little stint where I thought I was going to become a nun. That's for another, that's for another episode. (laughs) That's for another episode. But, um, but I was never one of those people that was like, yes. And when I'm like 25, I'm going to fall in love. And then by the time I'm 30, I'm going to have a baby. And I've never been one of those people. So I never envisioned myself like being partner in the long-term partnership not because I didn't think I was worthy just because like I was just worried about other shit in my life and I was kind of like you know if I find somebody that's cool if I don't that's cool I don't mind belonging to the streets I want to try all the flavors in the street anyway like I was cool either (laughs) way right and so I think for me when it came down when I thought about if I was ever going to be in a long-term relationship I just knew for sure that I would never have a relationship that incorporated some of these like poor qualities that I saw in the long-term relationships around me. And I just knew like, look, I want a husband that I can confide in. I want a husband that can communicate openly. I want a partner that is able to hold a conversation with me intellectually and make me laugh. Like I knew those were core things that I needed and that I wasn't going to compromise. And so I, yeah, I feel like the, um, the the that's where the work is for me like that's when that's when we got to think about the work and what is the work we're willing to do to be able to show up and this is the same type of work I would argue that we would do with our friends and I and I saw this thing a long time ago but it always reminds me of communication I saw this thing that said something like we give our best communication to like our coworkers. And then we come home and then we just talk to the people in our house any type of way. <laughs> and yeah, I thought so. I thought that was so profound because at work you're trying to like control your face. You're trying to, but, be, but we don't even care about them people at work. Like who the hell are those people? Like we ain't friends. I don't even care. I don't even like you. But like the people that we love or that we're supposed to be loving and we're supposed to be giving our best and our all to we, we just, our yeah, we're just like, man, fuck out my face. Like, what? Oh, you trying to fight? You trying, <laughs> like at work, we trying to resolve issues and at home, we're, we're making them worse. So I See, think. That was the thing. At, at my former uh, employer. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would kind of do the opposite. Yeah, we know you. Well, because like, you're messed I, up. Like, you're, would, you're messed up. I would be like, you know what? I don't need to come home upset <laughs> to my wife. 
So let me just give you the business right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good strategy. I like that one. I, I like that I one too. About my wife. Like, I'm not going to come home frustrated. <laughs> and you can ask her. There weren't too many days I came home mad about work. Because oh, I got everything I need to get off right then and there. Hey, and you. Hey, you. Person. You couldn't fire me for it. You couldn't fire me for it. But, like, ain't no way in the world coming home upset <laughs> to my wife about what <laughs> somebody else did. Don't like you. Don't fool with you. And I hate your ass. Anyway, have a good (laughs) evening, everybody. Have a good night. No, like, yeah, I I think, yeah, that's, I mean, overall, I think that's, that's what it is for me. Like, we really have to, when we're talking about doing work, when we're talking about marriage is work, that's what we mean. We ain't talking about struggle bus and... Y'all got about one more time, one more goddamn time to to do this. But I think some practical things that like me and Paris are talking about is I think the takeaways are, you know, you got to do you have to do your work internally. Y'all have to be committed to doing your work together. And I think we also have you have to decide for yourself what works best for you. What What works best? What makes you feel good? Your relationship. And the thing that I always tell people whenever they're starting to have like really bad relationship issues and they're going through a cycle, cycle, cycle. I'm like, wait, is this person related to you? No. Did this person birth you? No. Oh, so you chose this person voluntarily to bring into your life to cause you stress and chaos and drama? No, absolutely not. I'm not going to have a voluntary person. Like, it's one thing that you could, you know, your mom, your dad, you know, your relatives. Like, you can't do nothing about them. Like, you can choose not to talk to them as well. And I say, if you have to do that, do that. Because we all need healthy boundaries. But those people, like, they're always going to be in the background somewhere. They're always going to be, they're related to us. They're whatever. But I'm not about to have a person that I'm just choosing that we don't even have to be here together. We don't have to do shit. Like, I don't, even if we do have kids, even if we do have commitments, I'm voluntarily choosing to be here. I'm voluntarily choosing to show up. And when somebody's not showing up, and when somebody's choosing not to to volunteer to, to treat us the way that we deserve to be treated, it's time to bounce. Like, you cannot have voluntary people in your life that you're like, I just got, I just have to. You ain't got to do shit. You ain't got to do shit. (laughs) And that's the thing. That's like my biggest, like, just takeaway from teaching about relationship stuff. And the thing that I always tell my, you know, my students, especially my adult students, like, what are you sitting around here for? Do you not feel worthy of better? Do you not feel feel that you deserve to be respected and deserve to be loved and you don't have to 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 you know tap dance to have somebody tell you and show you that you deserve all these things is that is that what it is because you don't have to do shit you don't have to be here this is the the, if, if you're no longer being served at this table then you don't have to be here and that's that on that pull up if you got pull up on them or you got act out on them then you you shouldn't you shouldn't do. You shouldn't be in that relationship. Yeah, yeah, and that's that. If I gotta pull me. up on you, if I gotta check you, if I gotta make sure you stay in your place, I'm way too lazy for that. I'm just gonna find somebody else. Yeah, I don't got. I don't got the time. 
definitely don't have the patience. Yeah. Yeah. And so before we leave, the last question I had for you is, um, where before you got married or before you had your long-term partnership, because marriage is not for everybody, um, how did you do that work to decide, like, this is the type of life I want and this is the type of partnership I wanted? Did you write uh, in I, your journal? No, did I, you keep I mental tabs? I didn't think about it. Ah, I literally, okay. I literally, like, I am, I don't think about a lot of things, like, when it comes to, like, uh, certain, certain aspects in life, um, it, it'll just come to yeah. me. And so, uh, with me, I didn't have any plans on getting in a relationship yeah. anytime soon. Like, I was the guy who struck up with the girls because I was the guy who was like, this right here, we're not going to be in a relationship. Okay. I am literally just looking to have some fun. Oh, see. So and <laughs> I was literally, I like, call me a shit, but I felt like so I'm you were very, you, you were, you were an open I'm, communicator. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Maybe because that's just my nature, and that's like a gift and a curse. Right. But like, I just, I didn't, I didn't have like the time to like sit there and like try to make up something, right? Because I, I, I never knew to have game like that. Because when I, where I went to college, you didn't need game. I didn't have to like talk a girl into sleeping with me or talk a girl out of her panties. It was like, oh, I like you, you like me. If is it just for tonight? Let's do it. Right. You know, literally, literally, me. like, let's do it. So, like, when I got back to Baltimore, I was like, yeah, um, hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, I think you're pretty. So, what is this? Oh, we're just hanging out and having fun. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to get in a relationship. So, like, I never thought about it. And that's the way yeah. I always did it. And then, one day, uh, I met my wife. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I like her. You're right. This is weird. Like it was a feeling. It was a sensation. So, <laughs> this like, is weird. It, like I don't know. Like I like I hate those cheesy stories. Like, like I knew she was gonna be the one, but like she, it was something about her that was different. When I was like, oh, I'm actually curious to get to know her. I'm having the time the other, of my life right now. With what you what do you say? I'm having the time of my life right now. Yeah. With, like, the other girls, I was like, hey, <laughs> what's up? Right. See you when I see you. This but at least you were very upfront. Like, like, every day. Right. Some people yeah. don't communicate, so. But when you yeah. decide, when you were like, this this is the person I want to, like, like, you know, want to be my wife, what were, I guess, what was going through your mind to be like, okay, these are the ways I need to be a good husband or a good partner? Where did you learn uh, that? Or how oh, did you so, cultivate that list for yourself? Uh, that was from the examples of other mm. uh, other great men. Like yeah. I said, I, I don't draw from one like one particular person. Right, right, right. Uh, different aspects of it all, and then and areas where I didn't see uh, what I wanted of myself. Mm. It just. I just had to practice it right. and just try to be that person. Um, that I don't think sense. it's a bad thing when you try to be a good person with certain aspects of it. Like, 
So um, being able to communicate, I'm still having trouble with that. Uh, Like, you know, I like to work out my feelings in my head and then, and then flush it out Mm -hmm. Um, and just let it go. And being with somebody who wants to figure it out with you and pushes you to let them in Mm. is, is something that's really different. Right. So, um, <laughs> you said, "Woo, <laughs> yeah!" Like, yo, just let me be mad. Leave me yeah. alone. Like, why you want? Why, why you want to help? Yeah. But uh, that's the kind of compromise it, we talking about. Compromise exactly. so we can communicate better, it's not a, compromise your whole entire everything. And to this day, like, it's still a work in progress. Of course, because, like, you know it. But that's the type of thing and same thing I would do with her sometimes she'll shut down and I'm like no we're going to talk about it right. and keep pushing them I'm willing to fight for that Right. I'm not willing to fight for oh you like him too no you can have him I'm not fighting over him <laughs> but uh, yeah so that that was like the thing that I like when I was like you know what I want to be married um, I look to uh, my brother mm-hmm. and his wife mm-hmm. uh a couple of my brothers in their yeah. lives, uh, and, and just look at certain things that they they went through, yeah. whether it's financially or logistically, having to move here and there, right. Right. and just always being able to be nimble on your feet. Um, and one of the things that one of my brothers, who I think he celebrated his 20-year anniversary, mm-hmm. actually, he gave me some of the best advice. He said, hey, be there for each other. Mm. Things would get hard. Things would be great. But just be there for each other. He didn't try to give me any, you know, like what people try to give you. The worst people give you, quote unquote, the best advice. They'll give you a specific thing to do to keep the marriage going. And you're like, those are the people I always are like, ah, don't listen. Listen here, young blood. Listen here, young blood. Here's what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Give me the virtue. Don't give me... Don't give me the example. Oh. Give me a virtue. Oh, that's a good one. Like, that's that's what I'm here for. Give me a virtue that I can live by. I don't want to hear a get rich or get, you know, fix the relationship quick scheme. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's a what good about, one. What about you? I think for me, I think it was that, like, again, same, same, like, just, I just didn't really envision myself, like, married, um, so for me, I always just knew like in, in, you know, my relationships, I just knew what I was seeing in the long-term relationships around me. I just didn't want that. So, and I didn't want like a Disney movie either, but I knew exactly. that when I was looking at those examples around me, I was like, mm, I don't like the way you talking to that person. So I'm not talking to people like that or like, damn, y'all been arguing about the same thing for 15 years. Like, shit. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, like, I know when I'm in a, you know, relationship, I want to be able to, like, find solutions to our issues so that we can, like, wrap it up and move on to other, you know, just to be done with it. Like, what's the point of rehashing something over and over and over again, um, unless you'd like to do that? Um, And I think for me, just like the kind of person that I am, I knew I wanted somebody that, of course, is supportive. Um, and also just someone to have fun with. I think the, 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 the relationships I saw around me, like, they just seemed like they were just like, Matt, Matt, yeah. nah, 
Here you go. Like, there was no, like, romance. There was no, like, let's go out and do something different. There was no, like, hey, you know, what are we doing this weekend? Let's go try this. Or let's even go try another restaurant. And so I basically saw what was around me and just decided for myself, like, okay. Now, that's, I don't want that. I don't want that either. Let me flip this around and try and envision for myself what would, you know, what makes me feel good. And so I think to, to your point as well, the best advice I got was from my father-in-law and it wasn't like specifically towards me, but he like at my mother-in-law's like birthday party, he like got on the mic and you know, you, you know how all the black men do when they get on the mic at a party after they've been, yeah. you know, <laughs> but he said something very profound to me. And he said, I met this woman, you know, however, however many years ago and she's changed and I'm happy about that because I've changed. And if you can't find someone that's willing to change with you, that's not the, if you look back 10 years and y'all haven't changed and y'all, y'all the same people then this ain't the relationship for you. You need to be able to change and evolve. And I was like, shit. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Think about it. Five years ago, think about you and your significant other. Because me and my wife, we did the same thing where she was just like, five years ago, think about where we were. Yeah. And look at us now. And I go, you know what? I don't even sit back and reflect about that, but when I do, like, it's amazing how much we've grown since then. And it's not even, yeah, right. And it's just, like, growing in life, growing in goals, growing in ambitions. Like, yo, like, are you being, like, are you being stagnant or are you actually, like, on a path? Because I do believe that you can be an individual within your relationship. Like, there are things that, like, my husband is completely, like, we clearly don't do the same work, <laughs> but, and, and, but I'm completely fascinated by his work and he's completely fascinated by mine. And there are interests that I have, like going to see musicals by myself in the middle of the day that he's not interested in, like he'll come and do it, but he's not interested in doing that. But that's something that I maintain for myself that I do, that I find enjoyment in. I take myself on dates sometimes. Now I know I know some guys are just like, nah, man. I just sit in the basement. And I watch my game by myself, and that's my form of date. But for me, you know, just like going out, enjoying my friends, enjoying the relationships, enjoying the things that I like to do, traveling by my like. These are the ways that I feel like I nourish myself within this partnership without leaving my partner behind. And I feel like that's so important to still like make time to do the things you love to do um, and still discover yourself. There are still things that we don't know about that we, you know, are still growing and evolving. So I think the growth and involvement piece is like so big for me. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Oh, and another thing before we wrap up. Um, Woo, look at us going down this deep. Woo. Woo. If you, if you heard anything today that may have triggered you, do you know that one, you can fix it? Yes. Amen. Or two, uh, you and that person need to sit down and have a talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, don't 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 be mad at the messenger. Uh or the messengers. Once again, we're speaking about our experiences. Yes. So, you know, yeah. Uh, a politician said this, I guess, a week or two ago. Uh, there's a hit dog holler. <laughs> 
So if, uh, if if you feel like you've been triggered or a part of this uh, made you feel a certain type of way, um, discuss it with your significant other. Yeah. Or, you know, find a way that you can work on it, whether it's by yourself first and then going to that person. Um, but, yeah, this is no judgment on anyone. It's yes. just the experiences of us. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that there's nothing wrong, again, by... I think we, we are too closed off in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with pulling a close confidant aside to be like, hey, this is what I've been dealing with. Like, what are your thoughts? And there's nothing wrong with doing couples counseling, even when you're happy. There's nothing wrong with sharpening those skills. There's nothing wrong with, like... I feel like it's a way to keep it like exciting. Like when I first got married, our tradition was every Sunday night we pull up a couple's book. And Paris knows this because I just gave him one. Because <laughs> it's just we read to each other. We read to each other, <laughs> but like we do like a couple's exercise because sometimes and like the, and I'll you know for folks who are interested, DM me, email me or whatever. I'll give you some good book suggestions. But like it was like a way to. Just make sure we're spending some time just focusing on the relationship. So, like, we would do these couples exercises where, like, you know, let's do this quiz or, like, let's read this chapter of this, like, relationship help book or whatever. And we still do it from time to time um, because it's just, yeah, being in each other's lives and, like, having tough conversations and, like, talking about, you know, when you did that thing, it made me feel this type of way or, like, I didn't feel validated or seen. Those are sometimes some tough conversations to have. And sometimes if you are able to pull in this, you know, therapist, this, you know, relationship guidebook and, you know, whatever, you're able to, like, have another way to express those things without it being like, uh, can we talk? Uh, I need to talk about... (laughs) I need to talk about something. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you guys are blinded by your own feeling, your own... you're, You're in your own way. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like it's the way to do, I'm, I'm such a huge believer in temperature checks. So I will like randomly be like, how's everything going? Because sometimes, and sometimes depending on the person's communication style, they're not always just like, okay, I'm just going to be forthcoming. But it also let I, I, for, for me, it's like, okay, the relationship is on my mind. Um, you know, this means a lot to me. I just want to see how you're doing. Is there anything that we can do to improve or anything that you feel like we're not doing enough of as just like, okay, this is our check-in. And it, and it's like giving that time to devote to like relationship building because like you can go on dates, you go to the movies, you go out to eat, but that doesn't mean like we're just trying to like sit here and analyze at times or at least, and it doesn't have to be long. It could just be like, oh, everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then, fine. Like, yeah, I like the way that you brought up da 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 this week. Like, thanks so much for doing that. I like how you were cleaning the dishes. That makes me feel like, you know, like you're helping around the house. Like, thanks. Like, it's just, it's just a, it's, it's a temperature check. So, so I think that's a, I think that's a tool as well. But I, I think that, like you were saying, I think that's a good way to like end off. Like, yeah, if you feel like, damn, this shit ain't working for me. Um. My husband has touted me as the person that always gets people to break up with their man. So if you need me to help you break up with your man. Is he wrong? No, he's not wrong. He's actually not wrong. I didn't realize it until he's like, he was just like, um, 
So I had a friend who was in a long-term relationship and she broke up with her more than one time. Different friends broke up with their partners after talking to me. And I came home and told him like, damn, you know, I, I don't think so-and-so is going to be together no more. Like, and he's like, what'd you say? And I was like, I, what do you mean what I said? I was just listening. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say anything. And he's like, it's just so funny how every time somebody talks to you about their man, they end up feeling, they, break it up. they always end up feeling better and go home and break up with them. So essentially, essentially, I ain't with the drama or the bullshit. So I'm essentially going to be like, break up with him, sis. And here's how we can do it. Let me know what you need. (laughs) So if y'all need that too, you, (laughs) I did not know that until he said, so I was like, no, that's not true. I believe in relationships. And he's like, yeah, you do. And ladies, if you want to figure out, you know, what a guy is thinking, come to me. Break out with him, sis. Break out with him, sis. Let's go ahead and have this. Unadulterated truth. Let's go ahead and have this hot girl uh, indoor summer this year, sis. You don't need that drama in your life. (laughs) Let's get you. Let's put you back on the street, sis. We got you. Here you go. Give you some birth control and Hennessy. Isn't that the song? Anyway. Anyway. I, um, <laughs> so no, it's plan B and Hennessy. Um, anyway, Paris, I had a good time. Great time. Thank you so much for, um, you know, you know, talking about entanglements and shit. Yeah. We had a little versus difficulty. Oh my gosh. Fun. That is, so, I just deleted I had to, I had the thing on my Facebook. Me too. And like, I, d- I deleted it there. Like, and yeah, three people fun. liked it and I was like, no, this is cringe. This is cringe. I'm going to delete this. It belongs this. to the street. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, I'm not going to tell you when we'll be back next. So if you have questions, comments, still send them. It's not, Vagisine's not over. We're just not as active on the podcast. You know, sometimes you need to rest and relax. Uh, make sure you follow Vagisine on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go ahead and keep reviewing the podcast. You can send your emails to vagisim at gmail.com. And Paris, they can find you at? Yeah, they can find me at uh, Mansplains It All on uh, on Instagram. Come on, somebody. Mansplains It All. Look, I'm ready kind of the day. <laughs> is M-A-N-S-P-L-A-I-N-S underscore it underscore all. Yeah, just find me there. And that's it. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. We'll see you later. See you later. Bye.